Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM, HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. It's Arav, your co-host, and this is our The NBA trade deadline, which has been one of the craziest in, in I think, the history of the NBA trade deadline since it was implemented. KD, Kyrie, Russ, all of them got traded this past week, this past week, and very close to the deadline. So, Arsh, let's start with KD going to the Suns, perhaps the biggest trade. What do you think about that? Yeah, so this automatically makes the Suns the title favorite in my book. I think with their big four, they've got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, KD, and DeAndre Aiden, all guys that could be stars on each of their own teams. It absolutely makes sense that these guys are number one or number two in a lot of sports betting books for the favorites to win the title. In my opinion, I think they definitely are going to have a really good run. They probably will get to the finals, and they have a really good chance of winning it with KD there. All four of these guys, I think, are pretty good fits. They can all work together with Chris Paul running the point. KD, like we all know this, that he can get 30 points on 20 shots. He does not need a ton of shots to be able to get his points. And he's very good at spreading the ball out, which is something that Devin Booker needs and DeAndre needs especially. They did trade away Mikhail Bridges, who's the second, probably probably going to be a future defensive player of the year. He was second last year and four first-round picks their entire future. But I love what the new Suns owner is doing. He's doing stuff that's pretty comparable to what the Rams did last year to win the Super Bowl. And I think that this is a great idea for them because this automatically makes them my favorite for winning the finals a plus for both teams Nets obviously had to trade them away and they got some good picks not nearly enough for getting a big three they had one playoff series win with their huge big three that they acquired and really not much to show for it just a couple first round picks and Ben Simmons still left in at the Nets but it's time to rebuild for them and the Suns a plus for both teams because it was what they had to do to get to where they wanted to Okay, let me start with the Brooklyn Nets. I really don't think this is an A+. I would personally give them a B or a B-plus at most. Because, look, they didn't even trade the maximum. The Suns didn't even trade the maximum. Okay, first off, can we agree KD's a top 5 to 7, at least, player in the NBA right now? Yeah. Is that true? Okay, good. We both agree on that. So, how are you not trading... They didn't. The Suns did not trade DeAndre Ayton. I get they just just signed him to a long-term deal. But, look... You, you didn't give up DeAndre Ayton at all, who was a guy that had problems with your franchise earlier this season in the offseason as well. You didn't give up the maximum four first-round picks and three pick swaps. You only give up four first-round picks and one pick swap. And and third, how do you take this offer over an offer that I that in the offseason, when KD was in a worse position with the Brooklyn Nets, that had Jalen Brown and the Celtics trading for KD? Because that they, doesn't wanted, make... they wanted to keep him at that point. Then they traded Kyrie. I get that, but this is the problem. The Brooklyn Nets are not good at managing are not good at managing their players at all. They they didn't manage Harden, then they didn't manage Kyrie and Katie in the same offseason, and now they're both gone. And Ben Simmons is the only one there, a guy that's been riddled by injuries. So that's why I would say that it's a B or B plus maximum for the Brooklyn Nets. They get Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder, who they end up flipping for five five, five second round second picks. Round picks. Four first-round picks, a pick swap, and Mikael Bridges, who probably will win Defensive Player of the Year in the future, and and, and I get, Cam Johnson from UNC, who was a, yeah. a great shooter, just for Kevin Durant and, and TJ. No, 
well, I don't think just for Kevin Durant because I get I'm I'm hopeful that Mikael Bridges will have will be able to show his offensive skill set here, not just if he's defensive, and Cam Johnson will be a leader on the team with with Cam Thomas, who both of them are great three point shooters, great mid range shooters, and both of them are great players that really haven't gotten their chance. So I think that's it's a good opportunity for Mikael Bridges and for Cam Johnson in the Brooklyn Nets system, but for the Suns. This is an A or A+. plus. First of all, I think it's just astounding how the Suns are able to keep DeAndre Ayton, who they just signed, Devin Booker, who's pretty young, just got signed recently, Chris Paul, who they acquired, and Kevin Durant, not to mention the rest of your roster, all under the salary cap at the same time. I think that's just astounding, and it's great to see that a team, not great to see because it's a threat to my Celtics, but I think that it's an A for the Suns getting all these guys on the same team. Now, I think the biggest problem, and I think this this became a problem when Mikel Bridges got traded, is where's the defense on this team? DeAndre Ayton's a great defend, po- defender in the paint, but Katie, that's pretty much yeah. it. Katie's an okay defender if he really tries, but that's it. Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Chris Paul's okay too, but Devin Booker does not play defense. And so there, this is strictly an offensive team right now, built strictly for offense to stretch the floor, great at shooting, and Chris Paul's great at dishing the ball to guys that need their shots. That's I, strictly I just, what this yeah, offense is. I think you'll be surprised with the defense that this team is able to play. And then let's move on to Kyrie being traded to the Mavs from the Nets. I want to hear your reaction on that one. Yeah, so Kyrie to the Brooklyn, I mean, not to the Nets, sorry, to the Mavericks. Um, I think that this is a pretty good trade for the Brooklyn Nets getting up and under from and getting under, I mean, sorry getting over Kyrie Irving, sending him away to the Dallas Mavericks. He's now their problem. And every single time he gets traded, we see this happens. I didn't like the fans. They were disrespectful. The organization did not support me. They're not respectful. Every single time he gets traded, Cavs, he wanted an opportunity. Now, then with the Celtics, same thing. Most disrespectful fans in the league. Now, the Brooklyn Nets, same thing out of nowhere after he was cooperating with them earlier this year. Then just declares a trade or demands a trade right before trade deadline. So I think it's a good trade for the Nets getting under him, getting out of that. I think it's a good, at the moment, strictly, without Luka Doncic playing right now and, and Kyrie already having played with the Net, with the Mavericks, I think that this is a good trade for the Nets. I mean, for the Mavericks. I think it could get a little bit dicey if Kyrie Irving, number one, does not have the... He has a fan base behind him right now. If that becomes a problem, that could be a problem for the Dallas Mavericks. Second of all is if... This team starts playing too much hero ball where one guy is trying to dominate. We know Luka Doncic is a top five player. Kyrie's going to have to come in and accept that. Kyrie's a top 15 player in the league, top 20 at least. But you've got to come in and accept that, okay, there's a guy better than me. I'm going to get my shots, but I got to make sure this guy gets shots too. So I think it's a good trade for the Mavericks right now, but it could go downhill. I think Kyrie definitely understands that. When Kyrie and Katie have been on the floor together, they've been pretty good. And Luka is probably better than KD right now. I think it's an A-plus for the Mavs, probably a B for the Nets, but they did what they had to do. He demanded a trade. However, I think that Kyrie is going to be happy there. We saw how far they got in the playoffs again last year with only Jalen Brunson helping out. Kyrie is such a great player. Jalen Brunson probably should be an all-star this year. He was a snub. But Kyrie Irving, top 10 player in the NFL. You didn't have to give up. NBA, NBA. NBA, sorry, obviously. And then you didn't have to give up Luke. I, I believe they still have Christian Wood with them. So they've got a pretty good supporting cast around their team. And Luca, obviously, getting another star was so important. 
it was becoming pretty it was becoming like the Aaron Rodgers situation a couple of years ago where they just would not get a wide receiver for him well the Mavs didn't do the same thing they finally got Kyrie and I think this team is going to go deep into the playoffs not very deep I don't think that they'll make the finals but I think they'll get really close once again and they'll be I think Kyrie will be happy in Dallas and then finally we've got Russell Westbrook being traded to the Jazz it was a three-team trade trade I believe but that was the most important part that the Lakers got out from Russ. So I'll quickly go over what I think about that. I think it's a good move for the Lakers. They needed to do it. However, they also had to give up their 2027 first-round pick, I believe. So now all they're left with is 2029. That's six years away. It's a long time, and it's probably going to be when LeBron James is either not on your team or out of the league. It's it's not a great free future for them. It's, they have a bleak, bleak outlook, but... They got rid of Russell Westbrook, which will help their presence present a little more. Either go into rebuilding mode is my thought, number one, by trading away AD, trading away LeBron to whatever team drafts Bronny James, or number two, trying to stockpile and really try to get LeBron another ring, which is what I believe they are trying to do. They traded for Rui Hachimura this year, and they've traded they traded for D'Angelo Russell. I think they're really, really trying to get LeBron as much help as they can, which I respect. And getting Russ out there was a really big part in helping LeBron succeed. So I give that a, a probably a B plus. I don't think it's going to make much of an impact. They still might not make the playoffs, but it is going to help. Okay, I think the biggest problem with stockpiling is that if you stockpile, how are you going to get Le- LeBron, uh, Bronny James? You, tra- you traded the 2027 first round pick that you had in this trade. So you really have nothing to draft Bronny James. And if you don't have Bronny James, LeBron said he wants to play. So really, you have no leverage in trading LeBron James. Then. And LeBron will not play for your team if he's not playing with Bronny. We already know that's a I fact. disagree. I think LeBron will still play. No, play with the Lakers, I mean. Right. So I think, I think the Lakers, do you think it's possible that they'll trade LeBron a couple years after Bronny will, will be drafted? No, because LeBron, LeBron pulled out and not play for the team if he's not with Bronny. No, I think he wants to play strictly with Bronny for one year, and that's when he wants to end his career. But back to the Russell Westbrook trade, I think that Russell Westbrook getting out from under him is a very good thing for the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm not saying that because Russ is a bad player, but I'm saying that because Russell Westbrook is a scheme fit, and Russell Westbrook needs his minutes, needs to go to a place where he can be featured. And here, he's hoping for a buyout right now with the Jazz, but he can be featured. He's playing a lot. He's playing great. He's playing alongside Laurie Markin, and I think that could work. I don't know if it's going to be a great combo, but I think that could work. And they got they let they let go of Michael Mike Conley, who's now on the Timberwolves. That's a good trade for the Timberwolves. Adding Mike Conley to that rotation of of who's an All Star, adding to that Ann Edwards, um, Carl Anthony Towns, and then now you and then. Rudy Gobert, and now you add this. So I think that's a good thing for, for Mike Conley and for the Timberwolves. Then the the Lakers getting back D'Lo from the Timberwolves, having a reunition with him at the Lakers, and getting Jared Vanderbilt is going to be a big thing, a good thing for the Los Angeles Lakers. I think getting a few rotation players that can play, a few guys that can start when you really need minutes before Austin, I mean, before um before I mean if guys get healthy and if before like before the fourth quarter if you need someone to come in or during the fourth quarter I think that it's great to have those guys that are in the rotation and I think you have now a point guard who does who's very who's pretty good at scoring 
getting into the twilight of his career, but he's good at passing. He's what the Lakers need in distributing the ball, and he's going to get LeBron his shots. And AD, he's going to support both of them. So I think it's a very good trade for the Lakers, especially if they got rid of Russ. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports. You can also listen on Amazon Echo. Just say, Alexa, play Radio Naira.